Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Los Angeles, California. CBA mandated off day for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Ken Holland uh, drove into Bakersfield this morning. Uh, to go watch the Condors play. The Oilers coming off a 2-1 overtime victory last night. Connor McDavid with the GWG against the San Jose Sharks. Edmonton's won five games in a row. They've moved into second place in the Pacific Division. Uh, the San Jose Barracuda are in Bakersfield, where I was about a month ago, and Cam Moon was a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it is 2-0 in the third period. Uh, San Jose has dropped seven straight games. And the Bakersfield Condors are uh, uh, going to the playoffs. We are going to go to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And for the first time in three seasons, we welcome back to the show signed Edmonton Oilers prospect Noah Philp out of the University of Alberta. Hi, Noah. It's Bob. How you doing? Hi, Bob. I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Uh, how much of a whirlwind has this been for you? Uh, since the unfortunate ending to the, and we will talk about the University Cup, but, uh, you know, guys got eliminated, had a, you know, or not eliminated, but lost in the final, had a horrible travel day, and then got back to Edmonton, and boom, you've signed yourself an NHL deal. It's been a crazy last 72 hours, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been really crazy. Um, obviously, a really upsetting loss there. We lost in overtime in the finals, and um, then, yeah, lots of, lots of delayed flights. It took us about, 25 30 hours to get home um so it was a bit it was a bit hectic there um yeah and then right after getting home um talked to the oilers and was able to sign so that was that was pretty crazy um now i know you maybe you can educate the listeners a bit because uh, i did talk to elaine waugh uh, your agent uh who in the past has had patty maroon and he's got chris russell kyle Brodjek used to be with the oilers um you uh, you did have interest from multiple NHL teams, and actually, some of the interview process. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Actually, took last it took place last week uh, before you got into the University Cup games with a couple Zoom calls. Yeah, that's right. I um, I spoke to a couple of teams, Edmonton being one of them, obviously, and um, that happened right before we started the tournament early in the week. Um, but then we we talked about not worrying about any of that stuff until after the tournament, so we could focus on that. And, uh, and then after we um, were able to reconnect. You, as it turned out, basically didn't play hockey for a year and a half. Um, there was, a, you know, obviously last year, no season uh, for anybody uh, for university hockey in the country. And then 
something of a personal nature in the first half of the season. Um, does it kind of seem surreal right now that you've signed an NHL contract? Yeah, it does. Um, I was I was really and I was really excited to come in for our second year when uh, when COVID happened and we weren't we weren't able to play. Um, so that was a pretty big bummer for me not being able to play that year. And I think I just kept that excitement going over the last year and a half, and then uh, was able to come in and have a strong second half. So it, it does feel pretty surreal right now, but I'm just trying to enjoy it. All right, so you played almost exclusively center, and Keith Gretzky, who runs a farm team down in Bakersfield, I, I know you know that we came down and see you actually practice a couple times at Claire Drake Arena. It's scheduled in working for to see games uh, during the 1920 year. Um, but that year you played mostly center. This year you played a lot of right wing. Which position, because we had a lot of listeners right now looking at the Oilers depth chart and thinking, Jesus, we could probably use a, you know, a, 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 a six foot three right shot center down the road. Are you more comfortable at center or at the wing? I would say center. Um, just because I've, I've played that throughout my whole junior career, this uh, last half of the season was really the only time that I played wing consistently and I didn't mind it and I, I got used to it and uh, I'm happy that I'm able to do both right now but in terms of comfortability I would say I still feel more of a natural sentiment uh, I spoke to Mike Babcock after you guys swept him you got three goals that weekend he says number 12 can shoot the puck so we know you got a good shot uh, what aspects of your game do you think you're going to need to work on the most as you become a pro and apply your trade down in the American Hockey League um, I think a lot of, uh, I think for sure, just get my skating tuned in a little bit, um, become a little more balanced and, and a little stronger. Um, obviously, the pro game, it, it's a lot heavier, it's a lot stronger, and it's it's a lot, lot focus on uh, on winning battles. So I think just having a big summer and, and getting strong over the summer will be helpful for me. Joel Jackson has graduated from the U of A program to the Oilers and works with Chad Drummond with Simon Bennett's people. And about the only guy those guys didn't fix over the years was me. Uh, but uh, anyhow, I mean, the bottom line is that's going to be an important part of what you do. Your older brother, he's smaller than you, but your older brother, Luke, uh, came out of the U of A program as well. He was signed by uh, the Calgary Flames to an NHL contract. He's got 21 goals and is plus 24. Stockton's got a hell of a team. Uh, have you, you know, had a lot of discussions with him just about how difficult that transition is going to be? Because obviously it is a step up from the U sports to uh, the, a big step up to the American Hockey League. Yeah, I, I have spoken to him about that, and he's he's talked about it'll probably be the biggest jump um, for me in uh, in any league. And he's he's really learned how to become a pro over the last three years, and I think it took him a little bit of time. Um, but luckily, I've I've gotten to watch the way he's developed and watch the way he's worked with the development team in Calgary. And um, you know, they've they've been awesome for him there, and uh, he's he's figured it out pretty good. So um, yeah, he's been super helpful. All right, let's get to the University Cup. You guys routed Acadia 7 uh, Yeah, You handled St. FX 7-3, and you're up 4-2 uh, against uh, UQTR. You outshot them 20-11. The goalie for UQTR, for our listeners so they know, and I passed this message along to Elliot yesterday, uh, you know, he had a 9.50 save percentage. Connor Hellebuck had a 9.50 save percentage against the Oilers in the sweep uh, last, uh, you know, last uh, spring. Carey uh, yeah. Price had a 9.50 against the Leafs in the final three games. Was it, a, a, you know, I know you guys were devastated and crestfallen you didn't win, but you also have to tip your hat to what the guy at the other end did, especially given the fact that you guys outshot them 70-40. to 40. Yeah, 
absolutely. It was it was a really impressive performance um, from him, especially in the latter half of the game because we we scored four, I believe, before the third period. So um, he really locked it down. He probably had thirty something saves in a row, and uh, we were putting everything on that and just trying to get it through. And eventually, they had a break and 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 that was the game. So yeah, I do tip my cap to him. That's. That's an impressive performance, and, uh, you know, it's hard to beat teams when goalies are playing that well. Yeah, well, and uh, he was a former draft choice of the Chicago Blackhawks. Do you think yeah. you improved at the U of A during your time there? Do you think, did I think I improved? Sorry, I didn't hear that. As a player, yeah. Like, how far do you think you've come since uh, you went to Ian Herbert's and Stan Marple's program? Oh, yeah, I think I've improved a ton. Um, I can't say enough good things about the Bears program. They've been awesome to me, and... Um, Ian himself has helped me quite a bit. Um, he's, he knows the pro game really well, and he's he's kind of helped me get to that that next level and uh, being able to sign a contract. So, I uh, yeah, I do think I've, a lot of my development has come out of there, and um, I'm thankful for all the help they had for me. Matthew Wedman was a teammate of yours in Seattle. He was at the U of A in the fall. I know I talked to Pierre Dorian, um, and they ended up keeping him in Belleville. He's played the entire year in the American Hockey League. When you, you know, he was a pretty good offensive player in the WHL when you were in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, when you see what he's done and that he's playing, you know, regularly, uh, does that, you know, and the fact that your brother's done it as well, does that add to maybe your confidence level that if you apply yourself, you can make some headway here and grow as a player? I think so, absolutely. Um, it's it's great to see guys who, um, you know, haven't signed out a junior and stuff, and, and they're able to continue to improve and do well. And I think for myself, um, I've been kind of a late bloomer, and I've I've gotten a lot better over the last few seasons. And so it's really nice to see that. And Weds is a is a heck of a player, big strong guy. And uh, I thought maybe we were going to have him on our team this year, but uh, he ended up doing well in the American League, so that's good for him. But yeah, I really like seeing that. All right, and one final, when do you go down a bit? So you sign the ATO, so you're going to finish the year in Bakersfield. When are you going down there? Um, still working on that right now. I have a couple of uh, of exams to finish up here <laughs> in the beginning of April, and then uh, once once those are finished, I'll, I'll be able to jump out there, hopefully uh, sometime next week, I'm assuming. Now, do, how much of your school was done online versus uh, in last year? Well, obviously all of last year would have been online. What about this year? Yeah, this year I had, um, I had, I believe, two courses online, two courses in person. Uh, I really enjoyed the in-person a lot more. Um, last year being all online was a little little hard just doing school at home, but I like getting out and being on campus and stuff, so I kind of had half and half. Well, I think there's, uh, I think there's some excitement. Uh, you know, you, you can never have enough six foot three right shot center slash right wings in an organization. Uh, the acquisition cost was frankly easy for Edmonton to do. And I think you got a lot of people cheering for you. So best of luck, Noah, and uh, we'll touch base down the road. Thanks very much, Bob. Appreciate you having me on. You bet. That is Noah Philp uh, of the Alberta Golden Bears program, and he signed yesterday a one-year deal. Uh, the Calgary Flames sent Brad Pascal and uh, Craig Conroy to Wolfville to uh, the national championships. And you can assume they were another one of the teams. I know Detroit has in uh, Toronto have been signing a bunch of players at a lot level as well on uh, American League deals. But Noah has signed an NHL deal, and he is our 
Headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Find at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Back with John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling when we return on Oilers Now. Welcome back, everybody. It's 146 in Edmonton. So we just uh, had Noah Philpon, and here's where I give you a heads up on something tomorrow. I believe it's going to be on TSN. I don't know which one of the TSNs it's going to be on, but the NCAA Frozen Four takes place. Denver plays Michigan at 3, uh, yeah, 3 o'clock Edmonton time because I'm going to be watching it down here at 2. And the Oilers have Carter Savoy, who I would suggest... Optimally, if it works out for the Edmonton Oilers, uh, his game resembles a bit of Tyler Toffoli's, but he's a left instead of a right shot. Real pure shooter. And it signifies a change with Edmonton later on in the pick. I mean, think back to 2009, different time in the game, but Steve Tambellini, uh, the Oilers took Cameron Abney, Troy Hexketh, and Kyle Bigos with uh, a couple thirds and a fourth under the guidance of the GM who wanted size, and none of those guys panned out. And now the Oilers are taking swings on skill, like Savoy, who they got in the fourth, and like Matvey Petrov, who they got in the sixth. To discuss that, our NHL insider from Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. John Shannon joins us. John, you're looking to find players wherever you can. And, you know, the Oilers signed uh, Noah Philp yesterday out of the U of A. And Carter Savoy is going to be an interesting guy to watch this weekend with Denver University, isn't he? I think he is, uh, you know. But the, the other thing that you have to also keep in mind, uh, Bob, is that uh, when you're talking about prospects, they are just that. Yes. Uh, and they still take some... To, to quote a, a, a Kenny Holland line, they, they still take time to ripen. And uh, uh, obviously, I think there's an assumption that Michigan will beat Denver. Michigan's what? Four, four of their top five players were first-round picks, but uh, including Owen Power. Uh, but uh, one, of those, one of those scenarios is if a guy like Savoy can find his way to uh, get to the American League, play some games, and season himself over the next little while, we will be talking about him as an Edmonton Oiler in maybe not next year, but the year after. 
Well, the, the the one thing that's interesting, like we just had Noel Philpon, and he played right wing this year, but he sees himself more as a center, prefers a playing center. center. Yeah. And the Oilers are going to be jammed on the right side next year because Lavoie is going to be down there. Xavier Borgo is signed. He'll he'll be there. He's a late birthday, so he's going to be there. Ty Tulio, uh, who's a very productive player for Oshawa, is a right wing. And, but they're a little light on the left side, John, and that's kind of where I'm going with Savoy. So I'm going to be really intrigued to see if the Sports Corporation uh, brings them out at this time because I think there's a window to get significant top six minutes uh, down in Bakersfield, and I think Savoy's a, an interesting prospect. And it does show a little bit of a philosophical change. If you're going to take swings late, take the swings late on skill. And I, I, well, I think that's. I also think, I mean, when you think about where the game is now uh, in, in 2022 versus uh, the time that uh, Steve was the manager, the game has changed incrementally. I mean, we were still talking about big body hockey and the Los Angeles Kings five years after those draft picks, weren't we? I mean, so there's, there's, a, there's a practicality to it. And uh, the one thing is, it, it, what, what's kind of nice and kind of refreshing. As you're talking about having too many players, having depth is never a problem. And it gives you assets. It gives you uh, the ability to move people for other assets. And it, and it gives you depth. And that's so important in the NHL these days. John, the Oilers are 11-2-1 in their last 14 games. Jay Woodcroft's now had three five-game winning streaks in his first 27 games. I asked the listeners, you know, Berkey always used the term dead cat bounce. I think he meant it for like a five to seven win, win game window after the coach gets moved out. Um, are we, are, in your opinion, are we watching a different Edmonton Oilers hockey team than we were two to three months ago? I think so, and there's there's a couple of measures to it, Bob. Um, I don't think that the Oilers win that game last night last year. I just don't. I think it ends up being one nothing. San Jose skates away with a, a victory, even though that on paper the Oilers are supposed to be better. This team is now finding ways to win in troubled times. It wasn't; they were not great last night. There were some signs in the second half of the game uh, that uh, made it look positive, uh, but they now have enough confidence and ability, I think. Um, to, to come back from that kind of adversity. You said it on, on TV last night in the second intermission. You're going to need some depth players to be involved. Well, I'll tell you what, there was a couple of plays in the third period. Didn't result in goals. But Warren Fogle made one. Ryan McLeod made another. There was a couple of times where those bottom six guys did contribute. And, and it, to me, it set the stage for everything. And, and I think that that's important. The, the other factor is just go back to the last three victories whether that was the Koskinen shootout victory, uh, whether it's been the last two at home and last night. I have not seen this group of players this celebratory in my life. They are having fun again. They are enjoying life again. And that speaks volumes to what character can bring and what winning can bring. And I, I think that's really important at this time of year. Oh, I, I I agree with you. And you know what? The many of the texters on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, uh, John, uh, brought that up as well. Now we've only got a, about a minute and a half left here, and thanks for uh, rearranging your schedule for us. L.A. Kings tomorrow. This is a battle for second spot. 
or is it? Could the Kings be in trouble? Or should we know better to say that the Kings are in trouble because they've exceeded expectations virtually all season long? All I'm going to say is that, you know, when we look at the Pacific Division, this is not a two-team race. I think this is a three-team race. You know, the, the, the one of the two teams, if Edmonton stumbles, if L.A. stumbles, I think Vegas could be there to pounce. And so you cannot, these three teams, because I don't think Vegas is making it as a wild card. The only way Vegas wins and makes the playoffs, if they win a position in the Pacific Division. And so these are nights that you have to watch the scoreboard. This is a night you have to play your opponent. And this is now a three-team tournament for two spots in the Pacific Division. If LA or if Vegas misses, if Vegas misses, is there going to be collateral damage on the management side oh, in uh, Vegas? What do you think? Um, I, I would have told you a, a month ago, yes. Uh, I've rethought that. I don't think so now. When you look at the amount of injuries they've had, when you think the, the gamble they took with Eichel that seems to have paid off, Robin Leonard's back playing. Um, I, I think that Bill Foley, the owner, can be talked into being patient for one year, one more year. Uh, John, great stuff. Uh, Brendan, we'll have you on the show on Monday when I'm flying to Minnesota, okay? Another day off for Bob. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, that is our <laughs> NHL insider, John Shannon. What a beauty. Yes, so many days off. You could only hope that I end up taking that many days off. Uh, we got some business to take care of here, right here, right now. Royal Pizza is still making a great multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. They've got 15 Edmonton and area locations, one in Red Deer, four in Calgary. Tell the folks in Calgary, hey, Royal Pizza. Old school, big boy, everything's real at royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. John Shannon's appearances for legacy heating and cooling. To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. If you're looking for a great Oilers playoff roadie, register now for a road trip with uh, 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 that involves the Oilers at newwesttravel.com. And here's Brendan Escott. Let's go back to 1986. Wayne Gretzky assists on Marty McSorley's 11th of the season to win his sixth consecutive Art Ross Trophy. The Oilers uh, beating the Canucks 3-2 at Pacific Coliseum. Gretzky's 215 points are the single-season points record, as are his 163 assists from the same year. He was all right, Wayne, from the Edmonton operation back in the day. Reed Wilkins has got inside sports night. What's he got shaking, Brennan? Oh, give me a half second here to look at the lineup. It is Kelly Rudy from NHL Hockey on Rogers, Oil Kings defenseman Luke Prokop, and Spruce Grove Saints head coach Bram Steven. All right, we will tell you that uh, tomorrow guests will include Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar. We haven't heard from George LaRock. He's coming to town this week. We'll hear from George LaRock as well, and we'll have a complete preview of the Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 chat afternoons of Jay Lindai from 3 to 6. Back at you tomorrow at noon. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.